three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Level Playing Field podcast, episode nine. Yes. Today we have video. You can see our faces. It's amazing. It's revolutionary. It's the first time yes. ever. First time if, ever. Yes. Crazy, crazy stuff. If you're listening on Spotify or any of those things, uh, you can go on Instagram at the Level Playing Field and on YouTube, and you can see our faces talking to each yeah, other. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Mental. Powerful. And today we're doing that because we have a very special album. It's called Run the Jewels 4. And it's the fourth installment in the Run the Jewels series. Oh, yeah. We've been waiting for this for years. And yeah. it's it's an insane album. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So saying that, we're just going to focus on that for the whole episode. If you've not listened before, normally we have a guest. We do different segments, different albums. But today... It's all about Run the Jewels because it's a very special album. Oh yeah! So how long have we been? How long have we been waiting for this one? Then it feels like I'm pretty sure a, a year or two ago you messaged me saying we might get Run the Jewels for this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but it has been when when did they release Run the Jewels three? That was 2016. That was 2016. So Christmas time. Yeah. But yeah. Good four years. Yeah, man. And yeah, I've been waiting for it ever since. I've, I mean, I've not been this hyped for an album. Ever. Exactly. It, honestly, and it, not one that's lived up to the hype and possibly exceeded it. I think but, the, the last album that I was potentially nearly this excited for was Revival. But I mean, like, <laughs> we all know. Let, let's, we let's all know how that, that one went. Yeah. Like, yes. Um. But yes, do you want to go into how we got into Run the Jewels? Because for me, it was just, you messaged me one day saying, do you want to go to a Run the Jewels concert? I'd never heard of them. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And yeah, it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Danny Brown was a support. He's one of my favorite rappers. And today still, I place him in the top three. Mm. Um, Yeah, there would be. Without that concert and without Run the Jewels, there would not be a level playing field. Yeah, man, from one duo <laughs> to another. But yeah, yes. these guys. Well, what about legends. you? How did you get into? Well, for me, I was I was really into Rage Against the Machine, um, kind mm. of around that time, um, twenty seventeen, and I was wondering what Zach, what Zach De La Rocha was up to. So I I found. Uh, Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck off Run the Jewels 2 and Digging for Windows, which was his single produced by LP. And yeah. I thought, yo, this sounds like nothing I've ever heard before. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I've got to check these guys out. And yeah, Run the, Run the Jewels, instant fan. Um, but yeah, loved them ever since. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I don't think there's much else to talk about. I think let's just get straight into the tracks. Let's do it. So... For this, the, the first single that they released was called Yankee and the Brave. And I remember it was it was right at the start of the lockdown. LP just tweeted out, fuck it, here's a track. It's music. Out of the blue. We got the first track from this album. And it's mental. It's totally bonkers. Like, it's it's very different to what we've heard before with Run Jewels, but... It's still like in your face. Killer Mike comes in with the back at it like a crack addict, Mr. Black Magic. And then you get these boom, 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 boom drums. The beat Absolutely, I would describe yeah. as a beat form of West Side Gun. 
<laughs> it's yeah, it's insane. Yeah, and yeah, I love that beat, man. Because obviously you got the the drums are they're quite erratic to start off with, but then yeah. obviously you've got those classic LP synths just swelling, and swelling, <laughs> and swelling all throughout. And yeah, it's it's a brilliant, brilliant piece of music. I mean, yeah, all three Ron and Jules albums prior to this one all start with a bang as well obviously we oh, had yeah. the self-titled off of um run the jewels one we had um jeopardy off two and we had down off three and now we got yankee and the brave episode four and if you don't know by the way yankee and the brave is a reference to the new york yankees um which is where lp's from and the atlanta braves um which is where killer mike's from i think they're the hockey teams or the football teams um something like that it's the american, football, american like- sports um but know. yeah and then obviously episode four on the jewels four and yeah, yeah. banging start <laughs> you they, they let yeah. you know what you're in for man straight up oh definitely i mean some of the lines on here are so fun <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll say that for all of them like throughout this album it just feels like they're having fun with the lyrics and just it, it like it sounds aggressive but it's just yeah in the I'd best way fun <laughs> like the wordplay and everything is crazy. I mean, um, Killer Mike, he's, he starts us off like this. Back at <clears> it, <throat> like a crack addict, Mr. Black Magic, crack a bitch brack. Crack, I can't even say it. Crack a bitch back. <laughs> Chiropractic, craft mac, big daddy smoking, big Cali in the black alley in the black grand natty. Bro, I can't even say that shit myself. And he's rapping it like yeah. this beat. And yeah, it's, they just let you know they mean business. Yeah, fucking care um, about it. It it the imagery that they portray in this is is mad. Like you straight away get this vision of like both of them in in this car shooting at police as as yeah, they yeah, chase yeah. down. You get that killer Mike line. I've got one round left. A hundred cops outside. I could shoot mm, at them or put one, one between yeah. my eyes. Choose the latter. It ain't matter. It ain't suicide. And if the news say it was, then it's a goddamn lie. I can't let the pigs kill me. I got too much pride. And I meant it when I said it, you'll never take me alive. Fucking beautiful, man. It speaks for itself, It's so man. vivid. It's it, so, so vivid. It is. Like, both of them just, like, I don't know how they portray it so well, just with these, like, crazy bars. It's testament to their straight- proficiency, as, to proficiency as rappers, really. As rappers, as storytellers, as everything, man, it's like this on it, hundred percent. Absolutely, um, man. I think we also got to talk about LP on this because on this album, he's shown to me a, a new side, a new level to his rapping. I, ne- I never considered him as like this crazy rapper. I always thought he was good. I never mm. thought he was insane. I thought like Killer Mike does the best raps, and then LP does the beats and spits as well. But on this, they were toe-to-toe, man. Like, honestly, um, LP blew me away on some of this. Uh, you're trying to fuck with my brother, you get the bastard surprise. It's scammer bliss when you put in villains of charger shit. All of us targeted. All we've been doing is pu- arguing. Pardon them as they walk until every pocket's been picked and the soul's been harvested. I'm ready to mob on these fucking charlatans. Beautiful. I mean that that verse is amazing. It's like there's so many levels and layers to it you can pick apart at. Um like even mm. the first first lyric of that, scammer bliss when you put in villains in charge of shit. Could be could be a yeah, there's so many ways you can interpret that and it it's 
it's amazing how he how he puts that across. I think up until this point, um, it's been a case of LP. You know, he said it himself, "My name is LP. I produce and I rap too." And I think on this album, he's cementing himself as the second rapper, not just yeah. the the producer and the guy, the other guy who raps. They run the jewels. <laughs> like he is yeah. Killer Mike's other half. Like he's he's had he's had good verses before, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. On this, yeah. it was so consistent. And so, like of a high level, exactly. He's, like he's gonna, he's gone above. Absolutely. So let's talk about track number two, "Ooh La La," featuring Greg Nice and DJ Premier. Oh, it's, this was beautiful. So we, we've got Greg Nice and DJ Premier. That's very fitting because it's a Greg Nice sample of a gangster tune. Hmm. Uh, what? Which one was it? It's Dwick. It's called Dwick by Gangstar and Greg and- Nice. This this tune's very much in the vein of DJ Premier and the Gangstar sound, but it's still very distinctly Run the Jewels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I just have to say, it's, it sounds so fun, man. Like the lyrics on here are just hilarious, and yeah, yeah they, they've they've both got this very catchy flow that do 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 do, like throughout the whole track, and they're they're just just spitting these hilarious bars. Like Killer Mike comes in with. First of all, fuck the fucking law. We is fucking raw. Steak tartar, oysters on the half shell. Sushi bar, life a bitch. And the pussy fish still oh, fucked her raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's just fun. I think they're, they're really kind of expressing their, their sense of humor in this one as well. Because obviously, you know, on such a serious album in many places, you know, both of their verses are starting off with food bars. Like, for example, Mike, <laughs> he's talking about how they're raw. And then he's talking about yeah. steak tartar. And oysters and sushi, which are all foods to be eaten raw. And yeah, man. And obviously his second verse is like one of the coldest things in this album, man. Was, oh yeah. Fuck a king or queen and all of their loyal subjects. I pull my penis out and I piss on their shoes in public. People we the pirates, the pride of this great republic. No matter what you order, my fuck with what you're stuck with. I used to love Bruce, but living my vida loca. Help me understand I'm probably more of a joker. When we usher in chaos, just know that we did it smiling. Cannibals on this island, inmates run the asylum. Now, if you've watched Batman, the, you, yeah, you can appreciate how, how that. cool that is. But yeah, <laughs> man. Brilliant track, man. Honestly. Yeah. And then after they, they've done their verses, you get Primo coming in with his signature scratching. Oh, yeah. Always on point. And the video for and, this as well. Let's not forget. Oh, yeah. It, it's one of the most fun videos I've seen. It's just like this society that's having a party because they decided we're done with money. Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> just burn yeah. it. Which is a beautiful vision. Yeah, I think. yeah, man, definitely. And yeah, yeah, love this tune. But it did not prepare me for <laughs> what was about to come. Like, so we've had both of these singles come out and I thought, okay, these are pretty different Run the Jewels tracks, you know. I'm guessing the album might experiment a bit. Maybe these are the experimental ones and then the rest of the album will be the same. And then, so you listen to the the first two tracks on the album of these, you go on to number three and it oh, yeah. just hits you it's with like, bass, man. What is this? <laughs> like out of nowhere, it's just like, bum, 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 bum. And then, yeah, it, it's one of the best beats I've heard all year. It's one of the hardest beats uh, in this album, Best beats man. I've heard in a yeah. very long time the, the, the um, levels of bass on this thing, so man, they're just they're just extreme like i i don't think yeah. there could be 
any more bass. Like the, <laughs> the sample he's chopped, wherever it is, is tight as fuck because there's like, yeah, it's like the balance between a bass line and obviously like a faint little melody mm. going here and there, like the same. And it's all frequency and just sounds sonic wizardry yeah. and shit. And it's like it's compressed, it's compressed to shit, but not in a way that sucks the life out of it, but like mm. it brings all the dirtiness right to the forefront. <laughs> and yeah man yeah. the whole thing it, it moves it breathes and it just feels like it's racing and honestly man blew my fucking mind when I first heard it love it yeah definitely it is it's it's insane and then you get 2 chains come in with that I buy a hot dog stand because I'm trying to be frank yeah <laughs> classic legendary it's, line it's just classic 2 chains yeah, really, really yeah like i was i was wondering what two chains was gonna sound like on this he was definitely one of the stranger picks i would have thought for on the jewels but he comes in sounding perfect for the song um yeah i've got nothing bad to say about his verse uh killer mike and lp on here that well killer mike especially changes up his flows constantly just sounds like he's having (laughs) fun with the beat playing different things off it and yeah, again, it's just stupid fun, braggadocious. It's completely over the top. Nothing to hit. It's, it's a completely, yeah. just everything about this song is just so over the top, ridiculous. Oh yeah, and it's perfect. It's it's it's, inc- it's incredible. Mm. But I mean, yeah, back to the beat though. Like, I think I, th- I think with this beat and with many of the other beats on this album, you can't express how hard they are in words. Like to appreciate oh, yeah. what we're going on about, you you have to. You have to listen for yourself, but like slight, slightly higher, slightly louder than than what's safe for your ears. Then, then you, then yeah, you understand. No, if, you're understand. Not, if you're not pissing off your neighbours, you're listening to this album wrong. You're doing it a disservice, really. If you ain't got a headache uh, the day after, you, you, need, you need to try again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was the thing. We, we both had <laughs> headaches after listening yeah. to it just because of how, how hard it is. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've heard people say that as a criticism, but I'm like... Isn't that what you want from a Run the Jewels album? <laughs> yes. Really? It's it's like, yeah. L- LP's really into his metal and like heavy shit, isn't exactly, he? Exactly, exactly. So I think it's only it's, right it's that we have that for hip hop. to be listened to loud. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's out of sight. Yeah. This, Brilliant. This track, this is the track that I would show to anyone, like if they were like, oh, what's the new Run the Jewels album? Like stick on this track. Absolutely, yeah. Honestly, yeah. it's... Probably for Run the Jewels as a whole. What's what, what's Run the Jewels about? Listen to this track. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, well, track number four. Holy Kalamafuck. What do you think of this one, Anza? It's beautiful. Opens it up with this like weird sample, mm. and uh, I mean, so there's there's a change up in this, but I feel like both beats that are displayed here are like really well done and could stand on their own as a whole song. But it's the way that it's transitioned that I loved. I thought it was done it's, amazingly well. It's such a sinister well. beat though, Builds isn't it? Builds you up and then drops you in. Yeah. It's like, we, we mentioned uh, last week that, that Frank Lucas on Alfredo, um, the alchemist and Freddie Gibbs, uh, that was a scary beat. Now this, yes. it's like it's, it's, like it's, it's terrifying Big Brother. <laughs> uh, that's what it's like. It's like yeah. sinister, it's loose, it's, it's like this kind of tribal feel, and it's like it's it's just mm. it's out to get you, you know. Obviously, you got the fire yeah. sample, you got all the screams and like the filthy 
synth basses and everything, man. And all, honestly, man, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And it all leads to Mike's concluding bar. Fucking insane bar, man. You're a common cold and my flows are cancerous. That's how you end the song, <laughs> man. Come on. Come yes. on. But yeah, man. I mean, for me, the standout here was actually LP. Really? I thought that I, I, I really liked, well, there was one lyric that got me. He goes, pass the shit, Mike. I have to insist it. Ah, Reality yeah. sucks, Dick. <laughs> How's that for wisdom? Yeah, yeah that's a banging lyric. <laughs> that that hit me straight away, like first listen. And then I went into the, the lyrics further and the next lyrics are like, lick the toads back like mm, delicious. The time elves wave me off to the distance. I don't know what he's on about time elves and fucking licking toads and stuff, but it sounds it amazing. And, and the it tone that they both have here, beautiful. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Brilliant track, brilliant, brilliant track. Obviously, you got the bongos as well. And the take yeah. that, you motherfucker, at the end of the track actually leads, it trails off very nicely into track five, Goonies versus E.T. Now, this yes. is the first instance in the album where we have an 808 lead. Now, obviously, this mm. hits ups, this hits us. You got this dirty little stab, obviously. It's a simple straight hat rhythm. And yeah, it's, it's, it's an incredible beat. And then obviously, we've got this amazing little break that comes in. And then the shit just goes off, man. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's absolutely mental. There's also one bit um, in in this track stood out to me. It's kind of reminiscent of Legend Has It, um, the bridge in Legend Has It of three, um, where they sample the crowd. Yeah. They do that again in this track. Mm. Um, and yeah, brilliant. It's, it's innovation, it's production wizardry. And who knows, if you're at that show, you never know. You, you could be on the, on the new <laughs> run of this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it could have been us. um yeah no it's it's mad and apparently so there's the chorus in this apparently it was originally intended for elton Elton john John. so lp yeah it doesn't sound like it but apparently lp wrote it for elton john on a different song uh clearly that didn't come to fruition and he just slapped it on here pitched it down and yeah lp and elton man i would love to so (laughs) lp's been doing bits recently hasn't Um, he he scored. Um, he scored a film as well. Oh, yeah. Capone. Capone. Yeah, I've yeah, not watched either, it, but if LP yeah, scoring it, definitely yeah. got to give that a watch. But yeah, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really liked one of Killer Mike's lines here. He goes, "Amazing, how he made it and didn't fake it. Life to disguise. Truth is but naked. Used to be a time when I see it and not say it. Now I understand that the woke folk be playing." Bro. Mike is I mean, like the wise. Are we going to talk about relevancy right. to today? But God, come man. on, I mean, G. I, I guess people don't really say woke that much anymore, but it's the, <laughs> yeah. the sentiments yeah, there, exactly. isn't it? Like, yeah, pe- people pretend a lot of the time that they give a shit. Yeah, man. And yeah, yeah. My, my goes <laughs> in on this track, but um, I will say, yeah. though, my favorite part of this whole track is the uh, go-go. Yeah, this is the go-go. And it comes in towards the end of Mike's verse and it takes us into the break again. And man, it's just it's yeah. just an example of the whole fucking thing being just hard as fuck. And 
it's just full of flavor, man. Like LP, he's 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 got mm. all the all the sonic spices, and he just fucking makes the whole thing just just brimming with with everything, man. And he's a genius. He's a, I'm gonna say yeah. it. The the word gets thrown around that much, <laughs> too much. I try yeah. and like keep it specific artists like Madlib, Dr. Dre, LP. He's a genius. <laughs> Straight yeah. up. Won't deny it. Yeah. Um, cool. Should we, should we go on to track six? Just going straight Walking through these. Um, yeah. So this opens up with an amazing, just dirty <laughs> guitar intro. It's like a bow, bow. And then the simps come in <laughs> after <laughs> that. <laughs> and it's interwoven beautifully. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I mean, you can't talk about the song without talking about Mike's oh, verse. Yeah. Which One of the most harrowing things. Insane. Like to come out in, in the music industry recently. Yeah. So, like, we recently had this um, new Black Lives Matter movement come up after the George Floyd incident. And you would think that this was written in the last week or so, uh, like, because of how spot on and pinpoint it is. You even have the I Can't Breathe lyric, which is referencing Eric Gardner, but obviously it's even more relevant to mm. today. Um, yeah, I, I can't think... It just baffles me that this was written then. Like, it really shows how bad things are that this was written, like, a year or two ago, and it's still It's, it's referencing a man that right died now. in the same way, you know, asphyxiation... At the hands of police, yeah. and it just so it just shows you know shit's not changed. Yeah. And I think we'll, exactly. we'll come on to this a bit later. But Run the Jewels and Killer Mike they do political stuff and social commentaries so well. Like they do it mm. in their own harrowing style. Better that, than anyone else. You know, it's educated. It's yeah. not cheesy or anything. But it's you know, oh yeah, they're really, really, really driving the point home. Um, but yeah, more mm. on that later. Um, I like this line. All of us serve the same masters. All of us, nothing but slaves. But never forget, in the yeah, story yeah. of Jesus, the hero was killed by the state. Mike is such a fucking G man. He's like, he's <laughs> like one of the smartest guys that like I, I, I know of, man. Honestly. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, mm. I just wanted to talk a bit more about the beat, man, because that's oh, <laughs> it. Might be my my new favorite LP beat, you know? Yeah. It's really? like obviously it's you praise. mentioned the guitar riff, but it, it just goes into this this audio yeah. of synths, and it's like just everything like sonically mm. that you can imagine. It's just thrown in there, and you know it's a journey. The beat itself is a journey. Yeah, it just keeps changing. It keeps changing. It keeps changing. You know, you got you got a whistle in there. You got a clave as the hi hat. You got fucking everything, and yeah, man, honestly. Yeah. If you're into the, you're not not even experimental, just like kind of really out there music. Check the song out, um, but yeah, I think I think let's go back to the lyrics um, because it's it's kind of like mm. it's almost like a different perspective kind of rap um, in each verse. So you kind of got LP. He's trying to understand the kind of the Trump supporters and the right and all of that. 
then obviously you've got a mic speaking um, your normal right. logic. And then obviously LP at the end of his verse, he's going, nah, there's some, some bullshit, you know. Um, there's hard hitting lyrics in both verses. For example, mm. LP, he goes, funny fact about a cage, they're never built for just one group. So when that cage is done with them and you're still poor, it comes for you. And also, obviously, towards the end of his verse, if just mm. one scrap of what Jesus taught connected, you'd feel different. And I mean, it's, it's speaking some real shit, but the mics is the hardest hitting. Um, I think he's calling out yeah, so many things. It's a commentary in, in a way that I've not heard before. You know, he's talking about how the system is designed to work against black people, how it's all there to turn everyone into a cog in the machine. Yeah. You know, how the media control your views. You know, he's talking, he's, he's calling out the fake sympathy and the, the lack of genuine empathy um, that comes with being desensitized. And yeah. And, and if you think, um, <clears throat> I'm just talking about the tone here. Uh, like, these, these, these are very Absolutely. serious issues that he's talking about. And after the George Floyd instance, when you saw anyone talking about it, mm. it was in a very somber tone. And it was always this. This still sounds like Run the Jewels. It still sounds like you know. Mm. It's still got that energy to it, and I think it just goes to show that yeah. this is every day. This is like absolutely. It's not an, a one-off incident. This is every day for Killer Mike. They're like he's seen and this he's, happen for years since he was a kid. Years as well. And exactly, yeah. It, like that just he's spoke a real to dude. me more. The fact that like they were just still had the energy Absolutely. of a run the jewels track and able to cover such a serious topic in like Absolutely. highlighting the gory details. At, and, like, and I it think was just, um, it's just another, another thing day. that I really liked about Mike's verse as well was that he stresses the importance of staying educated. Um, obviously he's, he's mentioning Noam Chomsky, Charles Bukowski yeah. and Dick Gregory, um, you know, so education and obviously mindset is like one of the key factors that people need to emphasize that isn't being emphasized enough if you're going to defeat yeah. evils such as racism in this context um and you know by mike <laughs> saying this it's, it's a constructive yeah. thing to say you know people will listen to this and be like oh okay let me check these guys out no definitely that's what makes a real change as opposed to someone just crying into a mic about how fucked up the world is you know like me personally i'm not i'm not familiar with chomsky and bakowski mm. and gregory but I hear Mike saying this. I'm in, I'm inspired to check him out, you know. Um, so big up to Mike. Big up to Mike. So track seven is just. Who's it featuring? Featuring Pharrell Williams and Zach De La Rocha. Yeah. Now, it's, it's interesting that you say Pharrell because that's who I thought of straight away when I heard this beat. Like just the, the booming, bouncing 808s that hit you straight away. It's, it's I got thought he his produced signature. it, to be fair. Yeah. I had to check the credits to, to yeah, see that it was yeah. LP. Um, but yeah, to me, it shows that it's like a flex that LP is doing on other producers. You know, you get all these type beats, you get Pharrell type beats that people try making. This is LP doing a Pharrell type beat and he's got Pharrell <laughs> For on the Pharrell. track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I found that amusing. But yeah, the the track itself is crazy. Like Pharrell's verse, um, he's going on about these, look at all the slave masters posing on your dollar. Like that's that's quite that's a, a statement, shit. isn't it? Like I'd, I've never even clocked that on your money in in America. It is just slave masters, slave owners. Yeah. You know, uh, that's mental to me. And like even the UK, we're not. You know, we're we're still guilty of it as well. We got Winston Churchill on our money. I mean, 
Yeah, there was, there was a controversy recently about Winston Churchill with statue and <laughs> that. Some people going, you know, he killed Hitler. <laughs> apparently, that's what what people are claiming. Um, but I mm. I think he was a massive racist. So you know, I I don't yeah. think we should have him on our money. Well, so uh, I think if you if you take the um the whole sentiment of look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar a little bit further, mm. you could interpret it to be like we we are still slaves because a lot yeah. of um the themes of this album cover how we're slaves to money. Yeah. And so essentially that's what this that's what this is saying, you know. Look at all these slave masters mm. on your dollar. Pharrell at one point says the thirteenth amendment says that slavery is abolished. Shit. Yeah. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. I mean it's basically you couple it with the themes of the Ula La video and yeah. other tracks on it. You know, it's mm. it's it's some really fucking deep layered shit that yeah. got going on here. Exactly, man. But yeah. And um Yeah. I think uh Zach's his vocals on here, so they 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 kinda cut him in and out of the chorus. Just like right at the end he shouts, Look at all these slave masters and every time you hear him, it's got chills on the back of my neck, you know, like I've, yeah. I've never got goosebumps like that from a from an album before. It was mad. Um and yeah, and then he comes in. It, it was weird. I was thinking before I heard the track, how would Zach and Pharrell sound on a track together? This is the one just, I was most intrigued about. Yeah, like when I saw but the they're just being uniquely them and very authentic. And I don't think they're trying anything. Try, they're not trying to be anything they're not. It's it's just very exactly. raw, very authentic. Exactly. Zach's real. going in, doing his his shouting and and you know his his passionate spitting. And yeah, he's he's an underrated rapper, man. He's really good. <laughs> Need, I, yeah, needs more solo stuff. Obviously, Pharrell's, um, he's quite commonly known for a lot of his pop work. Um, yeah. I think it's unfortunate that a lot of people know him as the guy that did Happy. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's he's probably made a lot of money off that. Um, so, fair play to him. I think him. the people who know him as that wouldn't be into his rap stuff yeah, anyway. probably. But, yeah. I mean, this song, obviously, he's challenging a lot of societal norms mm. about, you know, how we think we're on top and how we think how we think we're in control, but really yeah. we're we're subservient to the powers that be. You know, for example, Instagram, the education system, you know, that fake yeah. sense of power. Um, and this is something that I feel that not many artists do in fact tackle on tackle. Um mm. and yeah, I think it's Considering that in the previous song, Walking on the Snow, Mike literally says, all of us serve the same masters, all of us nothing but slaves. Um, yeah. And that essentially leads into what this song is about. Um, I think it's it masterfully done. Um, yeah. Incredible track. Yeah. And the beat as well, man. Fucking hell. You, you just... <laughs> it's it's yeah. so infectious, man. It's a bit of trivia for you. Um, anything Pharrell's involved in, Mm. actually starts with his signature four bar counting. So if you listen out for it, it's a dum, 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 dum. And that's yeah. every Pharrell beat <laughs> ever. Yeah. Just, just just saying. Cool. Yeah, yeah, this this track though is incredible. It's it's definitely one of the highlights on the album. Um, and you've got yeah, that, it's, that it's, kind of shimmering female choir bit that's yeah, been yeah. flipped and leads into Zach's <laughs> scream at the end. Yeah. Beautiful. No, this is, this is one I, I definitely come back to a lot. Um, mm. 
definitely this is the one of the greatest absolute band. Um, but yeah, I think let's go on to Never Look Back. Never Look Back. Which yeah. for this, I mean, the, the synths are really what got me. Just the synth rhythm, mm. synth rhythms playing without, and how they they kind of mirror their flows off it as well. I feel like Killer Mike and LP play playing nicely w- along with that. What do you think of it? I think this is definitely the the trippiest song on the album. It's it's the kind of the dark, eerie, spacey one. Mm. You know, out of all these tracks. Yeah. Um, it's very psychedelic, you know, as I said, very trippy, super dark kind of and, and intense. Obviously, yeah. the song feels to me to be about a bit to be about time. You know, it feels like you're floating mm. through space, you know, through the ether. And it's it's just a really kind of it's hard. It's 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 hard to describe. I also think that LP's synth work on this whole album is absolutely phenomenal, and this is a, this is yeah. a great example of that. I think this might have been one of the songs that LP wanted to push for a bit more, and I'm really really happy happy he did. Um, yeah, feels a lot about kind of accepting life in the present, um, and mm. yeah, honestly, got the tick in. You've got the little ding at the end, and. I'm just talking about it from a production standpoint up until now. Um, this is incredible. But what do you make of it, Hamza? Yeah, no. Um, I thought the same. The synths are, were the main thing for me on this track. Um, the verses were decent, but I, I'll be honest, I, I didn't dig too much into them. But what really stood out for me was that synth just playing off their boom, flows. Boom, boom, bloop, yeah. Boom, 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 and yeah. Um, it's interesting, like... We're eight tracks in now, and I don't think there's been a single dud. Like no, it's been for the whole of this album, it's solid, yeah. And this is just another one that's it like blew me away. Um, yeah, nothing bad to say about this one. There's another kind of little switch up in this P as well, um, with the open hats and like the kind of the drums change up a bit. Um, yeah. And that's after a little excerpt from Mister Motherfucking Exquire, who's a longtime LP collaborator, yes. I believe. Um, but yeah, this whole thing brilliant. There's 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 a really cool mic bar. Daddy told me never give a honey my money. That's why I asked Daddy, did that include mummy? <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Um, but yeah. There's also um Ancient Fly but the drones oh no, which is a reference to drones over Brooklyn, um, which is an ode to some of LP's older work of off cancer for cure. Um yep. you should really check that out if you haven't. Um but yeah, brilliant track. Some really yeah. nice smooth um, backing vocals on here as well. Sounds a bit like Boots, um, <laughs> who was featured on the previous two albums. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, this is this is an awesome track. Yeah, super dark, trippy, floaty, spacey. Yeah, I Doesn't mean this this one's great, but it's really the next track that like blew me away. This might be my favorite. Oh yeah, um, the ground below number nine. It, I, the beat's insane. It's it's this wonky guitar that you wouldn't really think would work on a track like this, but it's chopped up so beautifully, put along with these hard drums and bass, yeah. and it's insane. <laughs> like I've I've used that word a lot, but it really is. Like this this track blew me away a hundred percent. Like mom, I felt like it, it changed my life listening to this. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, man. I've, I've been look, looking for a track like this, like that. It, it's not, it's not rap rock. It's not anything like that. 
but it's kind but of it, what rap rock always wanted to be. Guitar, I feel. Yeah, it uses the guitar in a very like in your face way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the, it's something that's not been experimented well with in rap. I feel like yeah. people have done it I'm, badly. I'm inclined but to agree. Yeah. You've seen Lil Wayne try and do a guitar <laughs> solo. This isn't that. This is like just it. It's it's a meld of the two worlds that's done really tastefully and really well. And I think we have to talk about um, the sample that um, has been used for this. So yeah, that is the that is where the guitar comes from. It's a song called Ether by a band called Gang of Fool. Um, mm-hmm. And that was from a seminal punk album that they released in 1979 called Entertainment. And yeah. they talk a lot about the Irish troubles in that. Um, it's an album that I've not really listened to, but from what I've read up on on them and their music, they share a lot of the similar kind of social and political sentiments to On The Jewels. So it kind yeah. of makes sense that their their two worlds come together um, on an yeah. album such as Run The Jewels Fall. Um, and then LP comes in with the line, born yeah. from the ether, oh. I just appeared out of cloud reefer. Screaming, <laughs> fuck the world, you can drink what's coming out of my aretha. Yes. It's brilliant. Brilliant. That is uh, that, that might be my both, favorite LP verse, man. Yeah, both of their verses are insane. I, I really like how Killer Mike opens it up. The God Killer, this Tokyo and I'm Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really yeah. Yeah. The fucking energy in this one is is unmatched. Oh, it's insane. Anything else I've heard you know in a long fucking time, man, honestly. Like this this track. I was not expecting on this album, like this type of track. Oh, me neither, man. And I'm so glad it's here. <laughs> I remember I that. I, yeah. I don't need them to experiment in the sound again. Like, I'm just happy we got this one song and it's yeah. perfect. And it's, it's a special I will one, be man. playing this for years to come. I think I think after the, the kind of synth underworld of Never Look Back, you know, mm. this is like... It sweeps in like a, <laughs> and you're like, holy shit, yo, no. Oh yeah, the the way and it goes it's up, like, like you you hear the riff, but it gets like louder and louder. Yeah, it just uh, and then it hits you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's so good. It's so 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 good. Um, yeah, man. Obviously, you see a future where we're on the jewels in the shit. Cancel my Hitler killing trip. Turn the time yeah. seat. Turn the time machine back around the century. <laughs> Tell an LP. Oh, man. this track's so good, yeah. man. This one's Definitely. this one's just special. You just you just got to check it out again. I I yeah. don't know. Like check it out. Out of sight is what I'd recommend to people to listen to. Like the first track. But I feel like personally for me, I feel like yeah. this track was made for me. <laughs> yeah, like, it's exactly what you it's, said earlier. It's, um, it's, it's a track wanted. that, you know, you've been looking for. And I can say yeah. the same for myself, man. Like, <laughs> I, I grew up on like metal and rock and shit. Yeah. And I got into hip hop in my teens and I've not, I've never heard a track like this combining those two worlds so perfectly. So this yeah. one is, it's, it's, it's a perfect piece of music, man, honestly. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go on to pulling the pin. Ooh, now I, I like pin, yeah. this one, but I think if I had to choose one that possibly didn't hit as hard as hard as the rest, probably this one because the tone, like you get the energy of the ground below, and then now it kind of takes a, a tone down, which is you know hmm. we're talking about getting headaches after listening to this. 
you can't have constant like in your face shit. I think it's a it's a needed rest, especially I think it sets you up for the finale really well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's a precursor. So in terms of the album, it it, it serves a good purpose, but um, and it added it, it's interesting features. No, by no means am I saying it's bad. I just I feel like we we had a dip in energy here. How did mm. you find it? Well, obviously, the track features Josh Homme of um, Caius and Queens of the Stone Age, both legendary yep. bands. And also R&B legend Mavis Staples. Um, yep. So it's, it's an interesting combination of um, features. Um, in some ways, the beat kind of feels like a continuation of Never Look Back. And that's another kind of dark, spacey synth porno, except this one's in 12.8, obviously, which is a precursor yep. to track 11, which is in 3.4. Um, right. But yeah, this song once again explores kind of the perils of, you know, of the system hmm. in which we live. And it explores the themes of freedom and, you know, the spiritual being greater than the material and all of that. And there's a line where Elle's referring to how money controls you. Right. You'd think the universe forgot us the way the curse pitched their product. As though our spirit's not a fire that can't be snuffed or turned to dollars. And, you know, that echoes a lot of the same sentiment of a lot of the previous tracks in this album. Um, and I think at this point in the album, they're kind of tying everything together. And I mm. think with Josh Holm on the back on the backing vocals, and with Mavis on the grenade chorus, um, the whole thing it comes together brilliantly. We we got guitars again, yeah. You know, here's following the ground below. We got guitars in here. We got a lovely piano in verse two as well. Got more synths coming and coming and coming as the song progresses. Got some really fucking cool riffs as well. Um, but yeah, and then obviously Mike at the end, we, we were saying to each other when we first heard this, yeah, we were kind of worried that he was going to do a, a spiritual, <laughs> lyrical, miracle individual, yeah. but he didn't. So testament to Mike's ability <laughs> as a rapper. He got close, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this, this one was, I, I, I did really like that the lyrics in this and, um, again, the imagery they kind of put across the, the mm. tone they were taking is. It's kind of like they were reading off scripture or something. It was very cool. Mm. Um, and yeah, Mavis Staples with these haunting vocals was brilliant. I only know her from Gorillaz, so I'm going to dig into some more of her music. I think she's uh, been around for a while. I think she's like 80. Yeah. Um, and yeah. considering she's still sounding so fucking powerful in there. <laughs> like, yeah. fair fucking play. Right. Definitely. She did a similar thing with Gorillaz. I think Pusha T was on that track. Yeah, 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 soft hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is pretty solid, this track. Um, nothing bad to say about it. Absolutely, man. Obviously, Mike at the end saying, the devils, they do the despicable, and still they move like they're invincible. These filthy criminals say at the pinnacle, doing their typical, keeping us miserable, talking the most and providing the minimal. And that leads us beautifully into track 11. The finale, yeah. the grand epic closer. A oh, few yeah, this words is... for the firing squad. Radiation. This is the best from the Jewels song. Absolutely, no I debate. I think I can say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's weird, isn't it? It's like it's like run the Jewels. It's like a rap Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> it's like a, a rap opera. Like it feels on that scale of a song, you know. 
it's I couldn't have hoped for a better closer to this album. I feel like if it was mm. a just another two minute synthy bass piece, we would have been like, Yeah, that's great, but it could have gone out harder. This is this is that. This, this is, is the out like, of body experience. As yeah, this is as good as you get for closers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, is yeah, the the first of all their verses sound like they're they're about to go and die. You know, you, the song's called uh, last words for the firing squad and yeah it, it sounds like it is is it's just them, about to be executed but about to be executed uh saying goodbye to their loved ones and telling you know how they got here and yeah i i, I love how they sound i love the tone love everything about their verses but really the standout here is the instrumental Oh yeah, because we we got a lot of instrumental, and it's beautiful. It there's sax in there, there's strings, there's like it's an insane piece. It builds up beautifully to this crescendo. Like <laughs> there's a silence, and then you get into this weird cowboy <laughs> western bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, this this piece is insane. I, I feel like I can't do it justice with words. You just have to listen yeah, to it. Absolutely. I mean, I've I've never heard a a rap track that is, and it's it's not even. It doesn't feel right to call this a rap track, mm. you know. But it just it just feels like I've never heard something so raw, you know. It, it feels, so feels like a theatrical and, piece. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, it it almost feels existential, like how how honest they are. Um, yeah. You know, I know that psilocybin plays a large part in LP's work, so uh, I imagine mm. it's played it's played a part in this one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, oh, fucking hell! You ever notice that the worst of us have all the chips? It really kind of takes the sheen of people getting rich. Now that's you know the, the, we've sp- they've spoken a lot about the system and money and all of that throughout the whole album. Um, This is kind of them wrapping up a lot of those themes. Um, For me, what got me the most was Mike's verse. Mike's obviously a big family man. Yeah. And here's one of the the most fucking frank lyrics um, on it. Dead serious is a chore not to let myself go insane. It's crippling. Make you want to lean on a cup of promethazine. But my queen says she needs the king, not another junky flunky rapper fiend. Friends tell her he could be another Malcolm, he could be another Martin. She told her partner, I need a husband more than the world needs another martyr. And yeah, and he's, he, he goes into detail about his mum and, and her death, which, you know, he, he, he doesn't have to do. That's some really personal shit, but he's yeah. really, really bearing his heart. Um, and it, it, it goes to show, man, he's, he's a really fucking real guy. He's passionate about, yeah. about, about you know, what he does. And yeah. how, how how better can you finish an album than this? This is for the do-gooders that the no-gooders used and then abused. For the truth-tellers fed to the whipping post, left beaten, battered, bruised. For the ones whose body hung from a tree like a piece of strange fruit. Go hard. Last worst of the firing squad was fuck you too. Yeah. And then we get the string section going into this fucking insane... The most insane sax solo you've ever heard in your life. Oh yeah, it, it's weird. Like 
I don't. I want to know if LP wrote this and then he got a player in, or it was improvised or whatever, because it it feels distinctly run the jewels. It feels like part yeah. of this universe, part of their sound. Um, the, that's something I'd definitely because it's got that weird yeah. kind of. I it feels it like, feels free. It's like, it's like a kind of free yeah. jazz kind of bit. Um, the the player is a guy called. And I'm it, it's absolutely... still, it feels evil and weird, like like a run the jewels. It could be a synth line that LP's done. Exactly, then, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, it's got that same vibe. It's like it's almost <laughs> atonal, but it's just like it's just it just feels like your soul's ascending, yeah. And like, yeah. I'm sure I'm gonna butcher this name, but it's played by um, a guy called Prochemia Gastelum. Um, as I said, right. I'm sure I pronounced that wrong, but um, they've yeah they've got an in key sax, um, mm. massive sax player, and um, yeah, obviously whether the LP wrote or that's improvised. You know, yeah, that coupled with all the interludes throughout the track and just everything else, man. You've and got then, the vocal arpeggios very faintly yeah. in the background, and yeah, man, you, you can't and really. And then the, the closer comes in this beautifully. Like this, I didn't expect to hear this, but it it, it kind of makes <laughs> the first track even better because it's it's like <clears throat> the theme song to Yankee and the Brave now, and it, it closes it up beautifully. Exactly, um, it gives it a point. Yeah, yeah, because when you first first hear Yankee and the Brave, you think oh, that's cool, cool, cool idea, and then you don't expect this payoff to come right Jeez. at the end of the album, out of nowhere, like this fucking Johnny con- Cash type cowboy mm, bit. The conclusion to an epic saga. <laughs> exactly, and I mean, um, Killer Mike's talked that he's he's yeah. been listening to a bit of country, and we've talked about how we really hate country. But I think this is the type that's good. It's, yeah, it's a yeah. very specific kind of gangster type country. The real shit. The uh, real shit. Yes. <laughs> no, no, the, not yeah. the cheesy sappy shit. That's that's oh, the yeah. shit we hate. It's like we're, we're talking the raw, the good shit, the good shit. Nah, that's the good shit. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I've got nothing more to say on this, man. Yeah, man. It's a beautiful, beautiful piece. The best Run the Jewels song. Yeah, absolutely. Ever. So, overall thoughts, Run the Jewels 4. Overall thoughts, Run the Jewels 4. I have not heard an album on first listen that I've liked this much Mm. ever. Like, if I think about my favourite albums, To Pimp a Butterfly, I didn't realise the brilliance till probably my third listen. Um, Even other stuff I've heard, like, you know, mad villainy that that takes a while to grow on you. Oh, yeah, it's not definitely. an instant, straight away one. Um, so I feel like this is the my favorite album that I've heard straight up. Number one lesson it's hit me. Um, yeah. What about you? Yeah, man. Um, everything about this album I fucking loved. That there are yeah. no misses whatsoever. It's banger after banger. Um. You know, first listen, like you said, hits me. You know, it, it hit me straight away, and it still does. You know, even though, even though I've rinsed the fucking album since it since it came out. Yeah. Um, the production is basically everything I've ever wanted to hear myself. Is <laughs> everything I've wanted yeah. to try and make myself. It's 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 the record that I've always wanted. Um, sonically, you know, the hard hitting bass, yeah. the drums, the eclectic instrumentation switch ups all of that shit man 
Mm. Um, and man, as a fan of synths, man, like, <laughs> yeah, I can't express it enough. You know, I'd love to know what he was using. I would also love to know what they were smoking as well, um, and if they can, <laughs> if they can send us some, because it would be it'd be good, good for research. But um, yeah, as for the politically charged kind of side of things, um, yeah. Run the jewels. They've kind of nailed their own. They, they do it like no one else. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It doesn't come off as wishy washy or any or anything. Yeah, um, it never sounds like they're preaching to you. Exactly, it's always exactly. done. It's yeah, got, it's got that, it's got that clever edge. It's got that wit to it. Um, mm. You know, they they express their fury in a very convincing yeah. way, and they've got the ability to make you feel what they feel. Um, and mm. just my last point is that these are two men in their forties and they sound hungrier than most rappers half their age. <laughs> oh yeah. And I think Definitely. it's because they're rapping about shit that they genuinely believe in. And at this point, run the jewels is a passion project for them. They don't have yeah. to be doing it. Um, and yeah, if they're rapping about superficial shit, that's going to become redundant in a few years. Mm. That's, that's what's the, where's the longevity? What's the point? Oh, yeah. On the jewels, and, you know, we're four albums in and everything's been absolutely bang on. We haven't even talked about LP, how there's there's not mm. really any signature LP beat. Like, he, he's constantly changing it up. You can he's say so there's a signature yeah. Run the Jewels beat. You can say his solo work maybe had a sound to it. But with this album, I think he's shown, like, the level that he can experiment mm. at. And for me, that shows 100%. that... He's not even reached his full potential yet. I think yeah, yeah. there's better stuff to come from LP, and uh, like that's been highlighted to me by this album. This is kind of this and feels like that, the culmination of his careers, his careers work. Really. Yeah, and I, I think he's on another level right now, and I, mm. I really think that there's there's more to it. I think I think he's got another. There's another level of LP we haven't seen yet, Absolutely, and I think man. this is this is like the building blocks for that. And as such, I think I'm I'm being cautious to give this a 10 out of 10 because on first listen, it definitely was. But I'm being very cautious because for me, 10 out of 10 is a big thing. I don't want to just give that away constantly. For like very few albums should have that. Um, would I place this on the same levels to Pimp a Butterfly? I think it'd be slightly lower, to be honest, but only just, only just. Because it is, is is fucking incredible. So for me, it's going to be a 9.8. 9.8? Yeah. Harsh. <laughs> Just because I think Run the Jewels 5 is going to be even better. And I think that's going to be Good 10. Point. So you have, to, yeah. you have to leave some leeway there. Fair enough. Um, I mean, for me, um, I think this album is a benchmark for hip-hop. Um, I think everyone in the world needs to hear this album. Oh yeah, we're going to be comparing stuff to this constantly. Exactly, exactly. Every every album from now. Now I think while Run the Jewels Five may well be better, um, I think they're going to go for a, a different style, a different sound. Mm. Um, and given the versatility of LP's beats on this, that may well be kind of a similar process behind that, just a completely different texture, a different feel. Um, yeah. But I mean, with that what they've attempted to do over here, and this is how I'm thinking of it, this is how I'm scoring it, what they've attempted to do over here and kind of what they've gone for on this album and the previous three albums, they, I think they've mastered it here. Um, 
yeah. I wouldn't want anything else. I don't want them to change anything on this album. This album is, yeah. in my eyes, perfect. Oh, definitely. It's not that's yeah. not a word I throw around. Um, I've never given a ten out of ten on this on this podcast before, um, and with that, this is my first ten out of ten. Um, yeah. <laughs> Nice. This is a perfect album, hundred percent. I fucking loved it. Um, I have absolutely enough, no man. complaints about it. I think it's a I, masterclass I in production, hard, like, rapping, lyrics, yeah. and everything. Love it. I had to really think why it wasn't a ten, and there are bits that like. There's lots of nitpicks I can make on this album, but really, it's just it's incredible. Yeah. And the only reason it's not a ten because I really think that LP is going to come out with something insane <laughs> for his Fair next enough. project. Yeah. I think he's he's hit a level now. Nine point eight yeah. is a respectable school. Cool. Anything more to say? I think we've said enough, man. Shout out to Run the Jewels. Yeah. <laughs> Not a disappointing so, um, album. Well worth the wait. Yes, our first ten out of ten album. Uh, thanks for watching. Thank you. Say watching now. It's not listening anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's our first. It's the first. Yeah. Um, yeah, so tune in next week. We'll we'll be looking at bandana. <laughs> so you got the got the t shirt. Nicely done, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's with Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, and that is probably another ten out of ten. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll find out next week. That's my favorite album, the twenty tens. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so two good weeks. Uh, yeah. Let's wrap it up here. Thank you Ooh. for watching. See you soon. Bye. Bye.